0: You're listening to The Fantasy Football Show. What a brutal injury to Dak Prescott. Literally, his ankle, if you haven't watched the, the footage of it, I'll put a, a picture of it on screen here, but uh, I warn you, it's graphic, but literally broke his ankle, and his foot was, was like bent and you you know when something's so bad when a player actually reaches and tries to like put it back in place they it's a natural instinct I tore my patellar tendon right off my kneecap and my natural instinct was to take my kneecap which was kind of in the lower part of my thigh floating around up in my thigh to, to push it down and try and reconnect it I tried to do that I thought 10 second rule kneecap go back into place and 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 God watching Dak take his leg and just kind of try and get it, you know, bang it back into the ground. It was so brutal. I felt so bad for him. And, and you know, we got to talk about it from a fantasy football pers- perspective. That's what I do. But I want to first just lead off by saying thoughts and prayers to Dak. He's being rushed into emergency surgery tonight. Hopefully they can take care of that thing so that he can come into 2021 uh, be fully healthy. But, but thoughts and prayers with him. This is a brutal injury. And with Alex Smith and what happened to him breaking his leg the way he did and, and how risky it can be to break uh, legs and, and break ankles and what it can do to blood flow and circulation. Like We don't know that he's just 100% going to be okay next year. We're, we're only hoping that uh, is the case, so thoughts and prayers to Dak. From a fantasy perspective, again, I have to talk about it. It's what I do. Uh, Amari Cooper takes an immediate hit, in my opinion. Amari Cooper is the kind of wide receiver that needs the football delivered to him a certain way. I've said that all offseason long. And while he's been playing great, he didn't have a great game in this one. And I don't expect him to bounce back and have a, a, a great week six through through 16. I think he's the guy that's going to have the most trouble adapting to Dalton or new quarterback. Whoever ends up being the quarterback all year long, if that even changes, we don't know. I think CeeDee Lamb is so talented. He's a top five wide receiver uh, capable type guy that I think, yeah, he's going to be up and down as a rookie. But, but C.D. Lamb could deliver top five to 10 uh, wide receiver numbers on any given Sunday and walk into the 2021, I think, playing that well on a consistent level. But right now, he's going to be hit and miss. C.D. Lamb is the guy that creates his own opportunity, and I think he'll find a way to, to thrive and become the number one there the rest of the way. Now, I, I'm not saying Cooper's droppable. I'm not saying Cooper can't be a, a wide receiver two or a high-end wide receiver two, but I do not believe in the current state of things in Dallas Cooper will be a wide receiver one moving forward. Now I think this helps Zeke Elliott's value a lot because Zeke hasn't been getting those 100 yard efforts and now the Cowboys will be forced to lean on the ground more than ever, especially early on in games. And you'll see Zeke Elliott, even if his efficiency went down a little bit, I don't know for sure that will happen, he will get enough volume, the 100 yard games will be there, the touchdowns will be there. Zeke Elliott truly does benefit from this and the offense is talented enough to keep defenses honest enough to not just see eight man front after eight man front for Zeke. I think they'll be able to move the football well enough to get Zeke um, into some good opportunities all year long. So expect Zeke's value to go up. Lamb's value to probably stay the same as he evolves and becomes the wide receiver I expect him to become, which is the number one there, and a top five to ten wide receiver for the future. I expect that to happen still. Cooper? Cooper? I I, I would sell high if you could, but I don't think anybody's going to take him at this point with Dak going down. Now, if you own Dak Prescott, you're in trouble. Want me to call you right now over the phone? Go to HeySmitty.com and order a phone call. We can talk trade advice, cook up trades for your team, start bench advice, you name it. HeySmitty.com. And maybe you have a good backup, a viable backup. Maybe you took uh, Aaron Rodgers as well and you had two great quarterbacks and you listened to me about A-Rod. But if you didn't, go poke around at the Brady owner. Tom Brady, for some reason, all of you, and I say all of you because I mean all of you, nobody's coming to bat for Tom Brady when I'm in a live stream and people go, what are we doing with Tom Brady? You know, he's got Alzheimer's. He forgot how many plays there were in a football game. Who cares? Tom Brady doesn't need to remember where his car is parked. He has a driver. Tom Brady could forget how many touchdowns he throws to Mike Evans. Let's say he throws two in quarter one. He'll forget and he'll throw him two more. Who cares? Tom Brady, if you extrapolate his data, is on pace for 40 total touchdowns. You take his TD total, divide it by five, remultiply it by 16, and extrapolate it out over 40 total touchdowns on the year is what he's on pace for over 4,400 total yards what is your problem when you come to me and say Smitty what are we doing about Tom Brady we're putting him on the bench I mean it's about time right because he had one bad game okay what about the 5 TD effort he had the week prior do you remember that Tom Brady is a great low. the reason I tell you this is not to yell at you The reason I tell you this is if you lost Dak Prescott, Tom Brady clearly is doubted by his own owner right now. You may want to poke around and see if you can get Tom Brady from that panicked owner who's like, I don't know what to do with Tom Brady. I think I should maybe bench him because he's only on pace for 44, what would I say, 4,400 yards and, and 40 TDs total. And you have a problem with that? I'm going after Thomas Brady Bad memory and all, and if you have any dilemmas or quarterback dilemmas from this, you know, drop a comment in the YouTube comments here, or IG, or wherever you're you're watching this, and and let me know what your dilemma is, and we'll try and get you a trade, you know, cooked up uh, that will allow you to to win. And you can order my call at uh, heysmitty.com right here. Heysmitty.com. You and I can get on the phone. It, you just buy one phone call at a time. I'll call you back, like an ASAP-type phone call uh, return service, and we'll go over your situation, your dilemma, and try and build some kind of trade opportunity for you to get back into the quarterback game. Chase Claypool, all i got to say is, wow, seven receptions, one, ten, three TDs, but also a running touchdown. He had four touchdowns and 110 yards. Is this the new wide receiver one in Pittsburgh? They're 4-0. They're winning. They're gonna continue to do what they're doing, which is feed the football to Chase Claypool. Now, you can't expect these kind of numbers all year long, but maybe we do expect them to be a high-end wide receiver three the rest of the way, dancing around with these, not, not this type of number, but you know, maybe something like 100 and in a touchdown on occasion. He can do that. He looks the part. He's not just a guy that found his way into a 4-TV game like some people can do. Those one-week wonder performances that, that happen all the time in, in fantasy football. No, he looked the part. He looked like a beast. And if you remember back in January and February when I did my my positional rookie, incoming rookie rankings where I don't factor in what teams are thinking. I don't factor in the projected landing spots. Nothing. I go off talent alone. Claypool was in my top five. And I, I admit I fell victim to letting the scenario dictate where I recalibrate the player and I said, oh, there's, this is me now in my own voice. Oh, you know, Schmidty. Hey Schmidty, it's me, Schmidty." And you know what? Oh my God, there are too many mouths to feed. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Deontay Johnson. Um, I don't think there's enough room for Claypool to eat. I'm gonna bump him down in my rankings. Nice job, Smitty. Way to go. Time to take a lap for me. Claypool is the man. Oopsie on me. And and boy, am I excited to watch this guy develop. Mixon bounce back down to earth. We'll have debates on that, I believe, all week where people are going to be like, oh, Mixon's still going to be top 10. I don't know. I don't even know where to rank Mixon anymore. All I know is I told you not to draft him high, and if you bought him low, I think you're protected into getting whatever it is you're going to get on a week-to-week basis from him. Uh, Drake had a decent day, but we wanted more. I think he he opened the door for... Maybe some more carries to go to Edmonds, but I think Drake, maybe Drake responds well to that because he has less pressure on him. 60 yards and a touchdown. I like that Drake finally scored. It felt really good uh, to see him get in the end zone, but we're not sure what to make of Drake. Let's hope for a continued success for Drake moving forward. Now Mike Thomas not playing week five because of the fight that he got in, not because of the injury. His owners are gonna be so disappointed in him. Take a stab. Try and acquire this guy on the cheap. Mike Thomas can win you a league. He'll be back. He'll be one more week rested. Uh, Go get him. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I'm going to continue to beat the drum until the drum breaks and busts all into a thousand pieces. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a top five running back. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear what do we do with Clyde. I don't want to hear, well, I guess Clyde's not a top ten running back. I don't want to hear it. He's had two 130 plus yard efforts. He had hundred yards and a touchdown on the ground in week one in his debut. He's going to be fine. He's electric. Him not delivering has nothing to do with him. It's game flow. It's, he looks fine. He looks fine. He's an elite running back. That will get going as rookies often do. And in a way, not getting overworked now is going to allow him to maybe avoid hitting a rookie wall. So I'm actually not concerned. You might think I'm concerned. You might think I'm in my head going, "Okay, I may have messed up on this one. No, I don't feel that way at all. I feel fine about Clyde. And in fact, if you're like in a position where you lost Dak and you need a quarterback, you might be able to get crafty. And trade a running back, maybe Jacobs. You know who everybody was about to jump off uh, that wagon heading into this week, and now they're back. Oh yeah, the big week one, then a bunch of pedestrian efforts, and now we're off of Jacobs, right? What do we do with Jacobs, Smitty? Jacobs bounces back with a big effort in week five. Now everybody's happy again. If you own Jacobs, you could maybe trade for Clyde and get your QB upgrade. If you lost Dak, one of the many things I can help you with at uh, Hey Smitty. Com right here. That is my rapid fire recap of week five and my buy low recommendations for week six, which include Clyde, which include Mike Thomas, which will include anybody who's underperforming that I love. And the fact that you can still go get probably, uh, depending on what happens tomorrow or Tuesday night, if they cancel this uh, Tuesday night game, you might be able to still get A.J. Brown cheaper than you should. And everyone's going to assume because he hasn't played, he sucks. You don't play, you suck. Go get J.K. Dobbins. Go get Zach Moss. No, don't trade a lot for him. In the case of Moss, Moss is on waivers right now. And no, you can't go get him in a league where you have four bench spots. You need to use common sense and and context matters. But in leagues where Moss has hit the waiver wire and you have a spot to burn, go grab Moss. Put him on on the bench. Don't email me the next day and be like well if he doesn't do well should I drop him you're only acquiring him if you can manage to hold him and wait he's like a seed you must water the seed and see if it develops he's not going to score touchdowns in seed form what do I look like an idiot go buy Kareem Hunt low a lot of people are upset that Kareem Hunt didn't have 500 yards and seven touchdowns in week five Go buy Christian McCaffrey if for any reason you have, have seen that owner hit his endpoint where he's like, I gotta jump. I'm not winning. And don't let Bill from, from corporate come in and steal him away from Bob from accounting because Bob is at his endpoint. Know when your league mates are at their endpoint and take advantage. What kind of friend are you? And get on over to heysmitty.com. Order a phone call. Subscribe, follow. And get on over to sleeperu.com as well. We're right here. I'll see you on the next show. The next rapid fire recap, baby. Top five running back. You're watching the fantasy football show. Smitty. If you want the video version of this show, get on over to smitty1.com, smitty1.com. That's a short link to my YouTube channel. Let's go.